0: Welcome to Stuff We Love Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Stuff We Love Podcast. I am Scott, and I'm happy to welcome back returning champion, Alex. Alex, how are you this evening?
1: I'm doing well, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. It's an exciting episode. Thanks for Always- having me back.
0: Of course, Always great to have you on the show. And I'm so excited to talk to you tonight. The main topic of our episode tonight is going to be a conversation about one of the best bands out there in the business today, the Jonas Brothers. I'm really Excited to talk to you about that. You and I have spoken offline many times about doing this episode, so the fact that it's here is very overwhelming in a good way. Uh, But before we get to that, as our listeners know, you and I have often conversed about fitness and Peloton, and I'm very proud of you because of a half marathon you ran last weekend. You got another one coming up a couple days from now. Please share with our listeners your experience with the recent marathon.
1: First of all, thank you so much means so much to me. Um, I, you know, I always, uh, I always appreciate your support. Um, it was great. You know, I, I, as you know, I've been a runner for a long time. I've always played sports, but I've just kind of started getting into this semi competitive. And when I say competitive, I mean, it's really just competitive with myself, um, type of running. So it was really awesome. I, did 13.1 miles in an hour and 27 minutes and 28 seconds, which is a three and a half minute personal best for me.
0: Good for you. So, Congratulations.
1: Super humbling, super proud of it. Um, And it was a tough course. It was windy. It was freezing. It was in New York City. You're running on uneven terrain and it, it was challenging. And there were times during the run where I was like, am I going to make it or, but I did. So, and I have to tell you, and just an important thing to point out for this race, like it's only, it's one of two times that they closed Times Square ever. It's for this race and for New Year's Eve. So running through Times Square completely empty was kind of a surreal moment.
0: Absolutely. Um, did you find that when you're doing a course like this, which is challenging because of the terrain, there are times you almost have to completely zone out and just keep going. Does that make any sense?
1: Oh, absolutely. I kind of blinked and I was like at mile six and actually it might've been mile five. It was like between mile five and six, there was, we ran over the Manhattan bridge in -hmm. New York city, which is, I think maybe a little greater than a 4% incline. Don't quote me on that. I think it's at least, I think all of the bridges in New York are 4% incline, but um, it was tough. Like I stood in front of it and I was like, oh my God, there's no end. And I couldn't see the end in sight. And, and, um, you know, that was one of those moments where I was, I was like, all right, I kind of just have to push through it and get in the zone. And then after that, I was able to kind of just get in this headspace where I was just going and Mm -hmm. I was not stopping. I didn't stop for water. Um, I, I didn't, but to be, to be fair though, like I didn't, I didn't need it. I want to point that out because it's obviously situational. depends on your body, but, um, yeah, I didn't stop. And then we ran all the way up the FDR for a few miles. And I think mentally that was the hardest because there aren't many people cheering. There aren't many Mm -hmm. people there. You're running along the water. It was so windy. It was so cold. And I was kind of like dispersed from any crowds or anything. So I was like kind of by myself, um, which really forced me to kind of get in that mental headspace of like, you just got to go Mm -hmm. because I knew Times Square was next and I was like I just want to make it
0: where did the race conclude Central Park when you ran all the
1: way up oh no I'm sorry
0: no no go ahead what are you saying
1: we ran all the way up um seventh Mm -hmm. into into Central Park and then kind of just went around that like half bend
0: did you find that as you neared Central Park since it was the end you got kind of like a second wind almost knowing you were going to be finishing
1: Oh definitely. Mm-hmm. I my watch said that my 11th mile was a 5 minute and 30 second mile. Wow. <laughs> I don't know how accurate that is. Um, mm. I was maintaining a pace of like 630, 620 a mile but um I'll be honest with you it felt like I was going so slow at the end. Yeah. But but they were some of my best miles. I was just really excited to be done and I I kind of like I don't typically look at my watch while I'm running. Um, only if there's obviously something medically wrong or like, I'm feeling a certain way, but I don't, I try not to look at the time because I'll get in my own head about it. But I had just looked at my watch when I entered times square and I had like 20 minutes to run like two and a half miles. And I was like, okay, like if I run my absolute slowest, like I'm still going to make it. Mm -hmm. And, and I ended up kind of exceeding those expectations, which was nice.
0: That's great. But my
1: watch totally cut out. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> so i was running the last like two and a half miles were just like me running so it was kind of nice
0: amazing and when the race when you cross the finish line did you uh i mean at least like how does it work what what's do you literally just slow down at that moment is that what's recommended how does how do you handle that
1: i like kind of jog a little bit because i don't i don't do well with like just stopping right it, i mean first it's not good for you to do that like you should kind of slowly taper yourself down but like if you if you go from like a speedy run or a sprint to a run and then a jog mm-hmm. and then a walk, you'll typically be fine.
0: Did you see a lot of people wearing Peloton gear?
1: You know, I actually did. A wow. lot of people were wearing Peloton gear. Wow. I don't this know is... that I actually wore anything from Peloton, mm-hmm. but I did see a lot of people wearing it.
0: Interesting. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. And you got another so one coming fun. up in a couple days?
1: On Sunday. I'm excited. It's my first back back-to-back. One?
0: That's true. Two weeks in a row. That's unbelievable. Do you think it's going to be harder than the first one because it's the second and you.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be challenging in that way Mm. just because I was so amped up for the first one. And again, like my coach, I I have a, I have a coach and he was like, no back-to-back racing. So I kind of, when we had that discussion, he was like, you should pick one where you really want to go all out. Right. And of course I chose New York versus Philadelphia. Um, the United half in New York is like, they call it the one to run. It's very fun. I can see why I've never done it. This was my first year. So I chose New York to kind of go all out and then Philadelphia I'm using as a training run. So I think I'm just excited in a different way. And I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be difficult just given that like I'm not fully recovered, but it'll be equally as rewarding just to be done.
0: Are there people that walk some of the marathon?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: I would ask to be driven.
1: <laughs> I would like a piggyback ride. But... That's right. That's right.
0: Well, congratulations, Alex. You know, we've talked about Peloton and how hard you've worked over the past couple of years. And this is sort of, it was all building up to something like last weekend with the half marathon. So we're, we're all very proud of you.
1: No, thank you. I appreciate of it.
0: Of course. And with that, let us turn now to the main topic of the show. A couple of weeks ago, you sent me a text. And you said we have to do a Jonas Brothers episode, and of course it's a no-brainer.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, let's begin with this. You recently attended three of the Jonas Brothers on Broadway concerts. Each night, the band was playing an album that an album of theirs in its entirety, and then doing a miscellaneous set list. You attended uh, when they did the Jonas Brothers album, right? Mm-hmm. And then you attended a little bit longer.
1: I sent, yep a little bit longer and then the new album, Which the, is album. the
0: album the album the uh, album. So I have so many questions. I don't even know where to begin. Let let me let me begin by asking you: Do you know how many times you've seen them live?
1: It has to be upwards of like twenty
0: at this point. Twenty times is that more than any other artist? I think so. Yeah,
1: I, I definitely. I mean, I I remember seeing them. When like they weren't that popular. Yes. Like at Hershey park and venues that like they would call a hometown show, but it's not their hometown. Sure. Um. But yeah, I mean, I used to see that. Like I saw them once where Avril Lavigne opened and um, I remember that being like a crazy experience. Uh, definitely. I've, I think I've seen them more than anyone else.
0: Uh, so on this particular set of shows, the three you attended, which one was your favorite night?
1: Oh my god, that's so hard. They're all great. You're asking the 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 tough questions. I have to be honest with you. I was the most. Okay, I'll answer this in two ways. Okay. I think my favorite night overall was the last night. Mm-hmm. Um, the vibe was just immaculate. Like they didn't play. So for context, they didn't play that album from start to finish, which oh. I. I'm going to be honest with you, I was so happy that they didn't. I'm the kind of person that like, I don't like to hear music before it's released. I don't wow. because because when I hear it in the future, I always have that feeling of like, where have I heard this before? And then I'm like, duh, I heard them play it. And it was like a special moment because they've never played it before. So I typically wouldn't even go for the last night to begin with. But something told me that I should try to get tickets. And they played about five, I think it was either five or six songs from the new album. And they were like, we were going to play it in its entirety. But then we thought like, we should just play the ones that are our favorite, like our personal favorites and that have the most meaning to us at this moment. And then we'll save the rest for you to hear when it announces in May. And I was like, all right, that's the vibe. Yes. And then afterward, they just played straight bangers, like straight hits for like another hour. Mm -hmm. And it was so fun because it was the last night. And you could tell they were just building up to this point um, to like end their run at the marquee. So it was just really special and really cool to be there. And, you know, and again, like for a little bit more background information, like the first every single night they started with three actors on the stage. Yes. As if they were reading from like as if they were like workshopping a Broadway show about their life, which was really cool and like totally unexpected, right? Like I went into Tuesday night, which was the Jonas Brothers album night mm-hmm. and I didn't know what to expect. I was like, what are they gonna do? Are they just gonna come out and sing? Is this gonna be like, are they gonna actually play it in order? I think it was, um, you know, advertised in a way where it kind of left it open, which was cool. So when they like had somebody read their life story at the beginning, it was really cool to kind of see it each night. Um, so that was cool, too. So to answer your question fully, I think The Last Night was my favorite. But I think I was most surprised by A Little Bit Longer because mm-hmm. I haven't listened to that album in so long straight through. I always right. listen to Jonas Brothers. Um, but A Little Bit Longer has like some of my favorite songs.
0: Oh, yeah. Lots of great tracks on that. And album. they
1: played, you know, they played Video Girl. I think mm-hmm. that was the track that they played for the first time ever live.
0: Makes sense. Which Not a huge insane. hit for them at all. And but us
1: right, but when right. I think about it, I'm like, oh my god, that's one of my favorite songs and a little bit longer.
0: Right. Well, so, one of the things I heard was... about that yeah, absolutely one one of the things I'd heard about the new album is that they were very influenced by a 1970s sound, which I think is evident in the first single, Wings. Did you notice that with the other tracks you heard from the new album?
1: Yes, for mm-hmm. sure. It definitely had like a retro vibe to me kind of like disco-y kind of poppy kind of like old school like it was it's a cool sound I, I you're really gonna like it
0: you loved it then you were a fa- you're a fan of it what oh you totally mm-hmm. totally
1: and I think also they just put on out of any other artist I've ever seen live they are just consistently so good so much thought and there's so much like effort into putting on the show that they can put on right like it's almost it's almost as if it's like this extravagant experience right like when you go to an arena tour it's obviously different than when you go to like a show at a general admission venue where you're getting like bare bones and they're just like on the stage singing which no 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 knock on that but it they're both great but they kind of have a mix of both in a weird way right you know what i mean and then you like go and you're like oh i'm seeing the jonah brothers and this huge band but then it's like in a way just so simple and so fun and so low-key and i think that that's what makes them so special
0: well first off that's an amazing summary of the shows let uh let me ask you one other question what's that said i hope no it was it was (laughs) um i'm gonna ask you a question share your um i guess your origin story in terms of how you became a jonas brothers fan and then I'll, i'll share mine but uh when did when did you become a fan and uh how did you first get introduced to their music?
1: I have definitely been a fan since It's About Time, which for the purpose of this podcast was left out of the marquee run. <laughs> um, but they did play Year 3000 and all of those songs. Um, but no, I think Year 3000 was one of the first songs I ever heard. And I remember being at the, at the Menlo Park Mall in New Jersey and like, they were there and I was freaking out because there was like somebody famous there, but I didn't have a concept of who they were. And then I just heard, like, you're sorry. And then I just heard Year 3000 and I was like, oh damn, this is cool. And then that's just kind of how it went. And then I just kept going. And then I was obsessed with their lives.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, Do you, obsessed. Have a favorite? Do you have a favorite member of the group?
1: Oh, of course. I'm a Joe girly.
0: Joe. Okay, interesting. I am,
1: although I do stand Kevin lately. Kevin's great. He really, he's really a rock star.
0: He, uh, he's. They're all great. They're all great, and they, they all bring they are something all different great. to the band. Uh, but it gels together well when you see them on stage. I was yeah. trying to think when I got into their music, and I I can't really pinpoint an exact time, but. You know, if you really want to go back, it would be honestly getting into the Beatles and how that completely opened my mind to any type of music, regardless of what anyone else thought of it. And the truth is that when I started listening to the Jonas Brothers, there weren't a lot of guys like me listening to their music. I know Joe, who sometimes on the show was, but that's uh, other than that, I don't know any other people like you know like me that were. And I couldn't understand. Wh- I, I think I could understand why. I think for those artists that were originally signed to Hollywood Records which was the Disney music label there was this perception out there by a lot of people that oh I can't listen to that I listen to more mature rock music I'm not going to listen to some Disney artist even if they weren't singing songs for kids it was rock music just like anything else rock and pop but I I found you know from the the I guess Jonas Brothers album that the tracks were creative lyrically and catchy melodically And uh, just fun. And I couldn't understand why people weren't giving this music a chance. It didn't really make sense to me. And then as each album came out, and eventually they left the Hollywood Records label, the albums just kept getting, in my opinion, stronger and stronger. And they were good to begin with. Uh, And they matured as a group. And then I would see them start to get respect in the industry. So One of the things I was thinking about a few minutes ago is that when Paul McCartney was honored at the White House with the Gershwin Prize for Music, the Jonas Brothers performed for him. And when Earth, Wind & Fire got the Kennedy Center honor, they performed for Earth, Wind & Fire. So they have definitely gotten to the point now where they're well-respected among their peers. And their music is as good as anything out there. And what has happened recently, I've seen it on social media, is that guys like me, i am you know, I'm in my 40s, but there's people my age and uh, admittedly mostly a little younger, but people who would never have listened to the Jonas Brothers music that are now fans. So like guys wearing Hawaiian shirts, even if they don't live in Hawaii and the AirPods, I'm proud to say that I started the trend.
1: You absolutely did start the trend. I i am fully supportive of that. Yes. I know you started the trend. Thank you. But no, to your point, I think it's amazing, right? I think they have an enormous amount of respect in the industry because obviously they're amazing and they're very talented and they they all bring something super unique the table, right? Like I think that Nick and Joe have such unique voices for like male singers in the industry. Right. I think it takes a lot to, to differentiate yourself when you're a vocalist, especially. Um, And Kevin, of course, just rips on the guitar. It's amazing. And I think they really do a good job of incorporating, you know, their inspiration from Paul McCartney and the Beatles and things like that into their music. And I think it takes a special kind of artist to grow with your music. I think that's with the way everything is in the music industry, I think that's the most mature route that you can go and I think they just do it right. They grow with the music and mm-hmm. and it's and it's almost for every it's it is for everyone.
0: It definitely is for everyone. It's um and and it's different genres of music. It's mostly pop and rock, but then you know solo wise when Nick did his solo album and had hits with tracks like Jealous for example, there's a real R&B feel to that music. So they yeah. can do so much. Nick's voice in particular, you mentioned how they have such unique voices. His voice is very sort of soulful in a way. Mm-hmm. And Joe's voice really works well on heavy rock numbers. He could scream like Paul McCartney screamed back with the Beatles, yep. but just different formats other than that screaming rock sound as well. Um, yeah, they're, they're to me, one of the best groups out there, they don't release a lot of albums now. They famously broke up and then got back together, which is well-documented in a film on Amazon Prime Video. I forget the name of it, but I saw it. Oh, I loved
1: it. I think it's called, is it called Happiness Begins?
0: It is, which is the name of their album, uh, their last album. But, you know, so so they don't release an album as frequently as other artists. So then sometimes I kind of forget about them as I'm listening more to just other artists. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I got to get back to that. And when I do... It sounds great, you know, in advance of this episode I listened to the Jonas Brothers album and hearing tracks that I hadn't heard in a little bit like Hello Beautiful and SOS and oh, uh, Hold On, Games, Australia, you know, these are these are gems right here. These are
1: Hold On is is a banger.
0: It is. It's really. on my running
1: playlist. It just it's just so good.
0: I get it. I get it.
1: They're uh, all so good.
0: They are, really. So what I wanted to do tonight, Alex, was talk about some highlight tracks with you because, you know, we could have done a playlist and maybe we'll do that in a future episode. But I wanted to talk about what what are some of your highlight songs, because I guarantee you some of our audience out there is going to be listening to this episode and saying, I don't think I like the Jonas Brothers. But all right, Scott and Alex, they know what they're talking about. So I want to listen to some of the stuff they recommend. So can we talk about some highlight tracks?
1: I would love to. Should we go album by album and pick yes, like,
0: I like that. Okay.
1: Okay. Are we, are we including it's about time or are we? Yes. Because I have
0: two highlight tracks from that album.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm going to, you, add... go... you, no, la- you start, ladies you first. start us off. Ladies first <laughs> marathon, marathon
0: runners first. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. From it's about time. I, I have to go with Year 3000, even though it seems super cheesy and cliche of me to pick that. I think it is timeless. I think no matter who you are, it's a pump up jam. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also really like Time for Me to Fly, which I think is a hot take, but I really mm-hmm. like it a lot. I, I don't know why. why. I just I, I just I just think it's it's a good song.
0: Good good choice. And uh for my selections, I also was with you on year three thousand, which I absolutely love. I it is cheesy, but it's catchy beyond belief. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then I choose Mandy. Ooh, Mandy has a great song. Great song. Great, great song. song. Did they play that in, the, in any of the extra set lists when you saw them?
1: Not any of the nights that I was there. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't look at the other set lists yet, to
0: be honest. Sure.
1: The only nights I missed were Happiness Begins and Lines Vines. And Lines Vines, I don't know if you know this, but is my favorite album.
0: It's a great, album. So I was a little bit upset, album. but it was
1: the only one that I couldn't go to, so...
0: Well, we'll get to that in a moment. I'm very intrigued to see what songs you choose from there. Um, Let's go to Jonas Brothers, which, by the way, actually, just a quick announcement. I I have the albums loaded up on my computer screen here. On Apple Music, I believe they are all available in Dolby Atmos, Spatial Audio. Really? Yeah, certainly Jonas Brothers is. I'm looking at that now, and I'm assuming the others are as well.
1: I'm going to have to listen tomorrow. (laughs) Yes. I know. You turned me on to Spatial Audio.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's cool, right? You're
1: the first person to tell me about that. With these funky headphones.
0: <laughs> That's right. They work. They do. So this is tough. I mean, give me as many tracks as you like. We're not going to limit it to a number, but like, give me some highlights oh from Jonas Brothers' album. Oh, God.
1: I, I mean, I'm just going straight down the list. Okay, go ahead. S-O-S. Hold on. I love Night and Goodbye. Love. Oh. Mm. It's, it's one of my top tracks, which I feel like is a hot take. Not many people are like super... In love with that one. It's a
0: little hot take. It's not one that I would have mentioned for mine, but that's that's okay.
1: Yeah. That's just the way your role is always gonna be a banger. I I think like when you look me in the eyes is a great song, but I'm not as like into it as everyone else's. Agreed. They did do it acoustically during this night, and I was like blown away. They all sat and it, it was great. It was great. Of course, I was like standing there and I'm just like, is this even real life? Um <laughs> yeah. All right. So, okay. So when you look me in the eyes, not as into it as everyone else, but I really do like a, a an unusual rendition of it. And Australia, I think is a great song.
0: Agreed. I love Australia. I think it's a great track. Um, for me, my highlight tracks from this album are Hello Beautiful, which kind of is in the, uh, I, I don't know if I'd agree with this as I'm about to say it. I was going to compare it to I Will by the Beatles in the sense that it's an acoustic guitar driven love song.
1: I can kind of see that though.
0: Yeah. But great. You can, hear the, you can hear the
1: similarities. Amazing lyrics.
0: Amazing lyrics. This and... is where I
1: think they're so underrated. Totally. It, especially in this album.
0: Especially. Yes. It's so good. Yeah, this was the Hollywood records era and just people weren't giving them a fair chance, other than their core yeah. fans. Uh, but hello. That was Beautiful me and you, more... Scott. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> um, I like games. Games is a great song. I, I like uh, particularly the melody in part of that song and the beat. It's got this weird kind. I don't know what, I'm not good at identifying. You know, I'm not a musicologist. so I can't identify, oh, that's like a three, four beat or something. But it's got an interesting feel to it. It's like this combo pop R&B type sound. And I love the melody in it. So those are my highlight tracks on the album. But I'm a fan of so many. Hold On is great. Yeah.
1: It's just great. It's
0: Australian. just
1: the classics from this album are all so good. Yes. Australia is a good one.
0: Australia is, is, I think if I had to mention one other, I would choose Australia. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the Jonas Brothers album. Now let's go to a little bit longer.
1: Uh, The most surprising night.
0: The most surprising night.
1: This was the night. I don't know if you actually saw my Instagram, but this was the night that I made the fans. So they have, they have. A separate Instagram page for the fans, because everything is like the, like the right. album, the fans, um, where their photographer comes around and takes like, I'm sure she takes more, but she took like, I saw her take like maybe like six or seven in our general area. And I made the fans Instagram page. There's a photo of that. me. I'm going to have to show you when we're done recording. It's a great photo. Yeah. Um, which was really cool that was this night I was jamming out this also like somehow I ended up going the second night it was a surprise that I was even going I found out that the morning of so that was a good that was a good surprise um I I think my number one track I don't know if you're ready for this cut oh, I think my number one track on this album is pushing me away
0: oh I'm definitely not ready for that I, I like it but I'm so surprised I love it
1: I love it. I think that's that's number one. Oh, so many! There's so many on this. Burning up I was, is obviously. I'm so happy right
0: now. I'm so happy. There's I, almost I, no I, one I, else I could talk to about this these songs with. Joe I maybe mean, would be the only one that would. Uh, Scott, you see
1: this huge smile on my face. I yeah. haven't stopped smiling since we started.
0: This is great. Um,
1: is amazing. Um, uh, pushing me away, away is great. Got me going crazy is. Mm. So underrated, but so so good. Obviously, everyone loves Love Bug. I also love Love Bug. Yes, Burning Up is great, and I think BB Good is really good. Like it's a good opening track for this record, in my opinion. I really love it.
0: It's a um, good, uh, like a '90s influenced rock song. You know what I'm saying? Like pop rock. Yeah,
1: song. yeah. Which is cool because I think this is like the record where they kind of started teetering on like rock but also they were kind of like a little pop punk. Yes,
0: totally. Um, totally.
1: And I, I just think it has a really cool sound.
0: Yes. And, you know, as I'm looking at the track list, I like all these songs, you know, Be Be Good, Burning Up. They're all great. But
1: yeah,
0: here are my highlights. I would choose Love Bug as well. I think it's a fun song, but what I love about it never gets old is when it builds up to that electric guitar solo, Yep. that finale and the drums
1: on that finale. It's so good. Oh my God. And the speed just picks up. It's yes. amazing. Unbelievably good. Nick really sounds, that's one of his best, yes. in my opinion.
0: Absolutely. I mean, he's great
1: on everything, of course, but that's one of his, like it's like a red dress moment. Where he says like red dress and like red he dress. has, yeah, yeah. Like he has one of those in love bug. And I, I think I, I don't know. I just love it.
0: Yeah, no, it's a great track. I like can't have you.
1: Hot take. yeah for me. That, Not a hot take, but I wasn't expecting you to say that.
0: I just. I love the melody on the song. I think is what mm-hmm. I would say. I, I love it. Yeah. Those are my top two on the album. I like tonight a lot as well. Tonight's good. And shelf. Shelf is a great song.
1: Shelf is so good. Video girl, yeah. I you can't even Video pick.
0: girl. I'm not as crazy about One Man Show. Some people like it. I'm not as crazy about it.
1: I would agree. I definitely but it's agree. Good. But it's still good. Yeah. A little bit longer is a great song. I think mm. um I think it's always that I like I And back to your original question. Like I, those are the moments I remember of when the Jonas brothers were like first becoming a thing. Yes. Like when Nick is sitting at the piano and he's singing solely by himself, like people used to go ballistic. Totally. And he had this moment at, on this night of the marquee run where he did, he did it by himself for the most part. And then Joe came in a little bit and Kevin was playing the guitar. Um, but he kind of like went back in time and was like, I really was feeling so horrible and so lost. And so this, and it's just funny because people kind of fond over like the idea of like it being Nick Jonas on the piano. And then when you actually separate that from like the artist himself, it's, it's really deep and it's, it's a good song. Yeah. That's about for our listeners
0: that don't know about Nick's experience being a type one diabetic, which from what I understand, he's had type one diabetes since childhood. And he's become a, a, a really great spokesman for diabetes awareness and raising funds. And uh I think he testified on Capitol Hill once related to diabetes, and uh, uh very inspirational to see him out there doing this stuff. Uh so it's yeah. a very powerful song. Um what a moment that must have been at the concert.
1: It was crazy.
0: And now we go to your favorite Jonas album, which may be mine actually, too. Lines, finds, and trying times.
1: Lines, finds, and trying times.
0: I do. I'm I, d- at this track I, I list. did manage to oh, get a playbill
1: from this night. So oh, good! That's awesome. I was happy. One of the very kind souls at the Marquee Theater saved us one. Um, very cool. So shout out, shout out to her. Um, oh, it's, man. It's be, yeah, no. oh man, it's it's gonna be it now. Oh man, is right. It's gonna be so hard to pick. I'm I'm gonna challenge myself and leave it at three.
0: Okay, I'll do the same. That's a good idea.
1: Okay. Fly With Me, number one. Great song. Great song. Poison Ivy, number two. Also a great song. Paranoid, number three. If I had to pick another, it would be World War. Okay, I broke my own rule, but I I couldn't help it.
0: The amazing thing is out of those four songs you just said, only one of them is on my list.
1: No way. Yep. See, I love this.
0: Can you guess which one is on my list? I love when we differ. And by the way, I like everything you chose, but this is my top essential four from this album. Can you guess which one you chose that's on my list? Fly With Me. No, good choice, but it's not that one. Wow. It is Paranoid. <laughs> Better
1: luck next time. <laughs> <laughs> paranoid, paranoid is a great song. Paranoid is a great song. What a song, song I, that you is. know, I waited the whole entire week to hear fly with me live because of course I didn't get to go to this night. They played on the last night. Oh, good. Actually, they actually faked out the intro and I think started playing. I'm going to have to go back and look at the set list, but they hardcore faked me out and I got so excited and I was like, Oh man. And then all of a sudden, like five minutes later, they started playing fly with me and I freaked out. Wonderful. Um, they knew you were there. I know they could feel the energy. Um, Paranoid is a great song, though.
0: So we got Paranoid. Okay, so what are
1: your others? What are your others I need to hear?
0: Okay, I'm going to say my favorite Jonas song for last.
1: Your Can favorite of all it? time?
0: Yes. Okay. Um, what Did I Do to Your Heart? Great song. Catchy. If you like melody, it's that's so catchy. I really want to hear that. Again, I haven't heard it in a while. Uh, I'm going to
1: have to listen to this tonight.
0: Let's see. So Paranoid... <laughs> What did I do to your heart? Since we're choosing four, um, you know what? Uh, okay, maybe fly with me. I may put fly with me as in my third. I was debating. It's just between... the
1: piano at the beginning It's like, yeah, it it hits.
0: I was actually choosing between that and turn right.
1: Turn right is a good one.
0: Yeah, and then my favorite Jonas Brothers song of all time. Much better.
1: I respect it.
0: A song which references Much the great Taylor Swift. A
1: great song. Is anyone surprised by Scott's pick? <laughs> no, no, no.
0: It's it's honestly, it's such a complex track instrumental-wise, right? You got the yeah guitar, bass, drums. You got horns in the track, piano. Yep. I guess it's yeah. I think keyboard, it is piano. Like a, yeah, so, yeah it's, it's like a, a like, like a,
1: yeah, like an electric something keyboard. with
0: keys, something with keys, yeah. and um. It's just so fun and catchy. I love that song. It never gets old to me. I actually watched on YouTube. They did that at a recent show somewhere. I don't know where. and it's so great live. Just so great. So good. It's such a good pick. that's my those are my selections. I love it now, Alex, are you familiar with the Jonas l a soundtrack? I am, yeah. This was a show that was on the Disney Channel. This, I guess, was really getting to the end of their time with the Disney Association. It was kind of a cheesy... Did you watch the show, by the way? I watched it.
1: I didn't watch it.
0: I've seen every episode. I do
1: do love that you watched it, though. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, There's a song that Nick sang in maybe the first episode of the series, which was on a Disney Channel compilation CD. Oh, man. It used to be available online. And it's, I don't think it is anymore. You, I think it's called You. It was an acoustic guitar song. It's its a great Jonas song, but I don't know mm-hmm. if you could get that anywhere now. So I, yeah. I'm giving it an honorable mention just just because I really liked it, but it's not an official selection of mine because it's not on this soundtrack, which really annoys me. Um, yeah. That may have been, actually, you know, Scrap, I think the Jonas Brothers had, they had a show on Disney Channel called Jonas, and then there was Jonas LA. The song You may have think, been on Jonas. I think you're right. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't remember what year Jonas was, though.
0: Right. They, this these were cheesy shows. I mean, these aren't. I wouldn't recommend these shows, honestly.
1: Which is so funny because historically, like you have the show and then the music, right, comes to be. But they kind of did it non-traditionally,
0: right? I do think there are some good songs on Jonas LA. Uh, do you have any you like to mention on this?
1: I like LA Baby.
0: Yeah, and I'll so. be
1: honest with you, I didn't love it at first because it is kind of like you're you're right, it is like for lack of a better term, it is kind of cheesy. Like it has that like Disney music kind of yes. kiddo affiliation, but I I mean I've always liked that kind of music, so it didn't bother me. Yes. Um, L. A. Baby was one that I I kind of was like on the fence about at first, and then it kept kind of coming up on my Spotify, and I was like, all right, fine, like I'll just keep listening, and then I listened so much that I just ended up really liking it. Yes. Um, I, I also like "Hey You." I think that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good track. Yeah, it's a it's a fun one, but I think those are probably my two. I'm looking I'll at give the track you, list right now. If it's
0: okay, I'll give yeah. you three. I would love to hear three, and none of them are ones you mentioned. So, this is amazing. I am a sucker. I'm learning for, so much <laughs> for summer songs. I love summer music. I've devoted playlists to summer music. And there are two songs on the album which reference summer. One is called Summer Rain. The other is Mm -hmm. Chillin' in the Summertime. They're both fun, breezy songs, perfect for a summer soundtrack. Okay, so I mentioned those two. And then Critical. Critical is a great song. Critical is a good song. Yes. So those are my three. I I, I like other tracks as well, but those are the standouts for me.
1: Yeah. I I will say this is one where I listen, like, I, I pick out tracks that I like. I never actually listen straight right. through, whereas the other, the first two, I can very much just like sit and listen.
0: No doubt about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I guess you know, looking at the albums here, that was the last one until Happiness Begins.
1: Yeah, isn't that crazy? Didn't they have so a that's single... twenty ten? That's twenty ten yeah. for Jonas L A. to twenty nineteen. Happiness begins, but it feels like no time passed.
0: That's so. Str- that shows you how fast they time were can breaking move, up. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. And, you know,
0: um, let, let's talk about Happiness Begins. And then I want to point something out. I'll save that thought for a little bit later. But but let's, let's talk about Happiness Begins, which I think is a fantastic album. I um, think from start to finish as well. It is. There's one song I don't really like. I may have told you this. Do you remember it?
1: I don't remember. Hesitate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. Hesitate has recently grown on me.
0: Okay, now I got to listen to it again.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen over and over again, like seven times. Isn't that what people say?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You try
1: something seven times. Um,
0: what are your highlight tracks from this beautiful work of art of an album?
1: This is this might be harder than Jonas Brothers
0: to pick out for me. Out. It is for me. It is definitely.
1: <sighs> I am a little bit salty about this album because I didn't hear them play Rollercoaster. Any night that I was there, and I really thought that I was gonna hear it, but I didn't, but it's okay. Roller coaster is my favorite song.
0: Wow. Okay, great.
1: Roller coasters number one. Oh god, this is so difficult. I love strangers. <laughs> you want to say something so badly?
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Just get. it, it... Give me one more. Give me one more, because I know there's a, there's at least one other on there.
1: Roller coaster, hesitate. I believe only human.
0: Oh, that's four. You hesitate. You put on the
1: list. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I didn't realize. That. Okay, yeah. okay. So okay. I
1: listen. I like soccer and I like cool. Right. But like, it's. I think I personally overplayed, and like now I'm I'm not sick of it, but it's just like I I you know. Right. I get I I mean, two amazing tracks. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. Sucker is an amazing opener for Happiness Begins.
0: An amazing song, never gets old.
1: Agreed. Except for right in this moment, when I said it gets old.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. We're conflicting each other a couple times on this episode. (laughs) So for me, my highlight tracks, I'll give you my favorite song on the album. And actually, maybe my second favorite Jonas song of all time is... Every single time. Really? Love that song. Love it. I mean, so much. I love the song. Yes.
1: I'm so surprised. That's awesome.
0: Continually shocked that they did not play it live on the Happiness Begins Tour.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Crazy.
0: But that is my favorite. You know song. what
1: though? They mm-hmm. make a good set list.
0: Oh, no doubt about the it. The
1: Happiness Begins Tour was incredible.
0: And they oh yeah. And they are at a point now where they have such a wide catalog to choose from that Yeah. uh, there's always going to be songs that are not included that are worthy of being included. Yeah. Um, Every single time I believe only human Mm -hmm. Mm, used to be is a great song. Great song. I also like happy when I'm sad.
1: It's, it's so hard to pick. And I, 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 to be honest, I I, I thought I didn't think this was the one. No, I'm sorry. I totally cut you off.
0: No, no, no ladies, please.
1: No, it's so hard to pick, and I thought I was going to have the most difficult time with the first two records, but this might be the hardest one.
0: What year did Casey Musgrave's Golden Hour come out? I'm looking it up right now. The album that came out 2018. So there's a song on Golden Hour. And I may have said this on a previous episode. A uh, happy and sad, and mm-hmm. on this one, uh, happiness begins. There's um, happy when I'm sad, right?
1: Uh, I believe so. Yes.
0: I I just said the title. and I can't even remember it now.
1: I know. I'm now. I'm going back.
0: Uh, yes, it's yeah. happy when I'm sad. Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself because happy and sad on Casey Musgraves' Golden Hour is one of my favorite tracks. I remember thinking how unusual it is that there would be two songs about being happy and then sad at the same time, basically. That I just loved so much. You know. That's uh, I know.
1: It's so relatable. So
0: relatable. And came out right around the same time. Um, What I was going to say a couple minutes ago was that the Jonas Brothers have had several hit songs that are not associated with any album. They sort of were released as singles. Um, Leave Before You Love Me with Marshmello is a great song. It's a great song. Uh, I thought there was one single that came out shortly before, not shortly before, but before Happiness Begins. Because they were going to release a new album and then they broke up. But uh, What a Man Gotta Do is a popular song. I'm not as crazy about it. I do love the song X with featuring Carol G. Mm-hmm. It's a great song. And they also, have, oh, here's here it is, uh, Pom Poms. I was not crazy about that. First Time is a great song. Do you remember that song? Yes,
1: yes. First, First time, time is I mean. a great song. I also, going back, love Leave Before You Love Me. I think that's a great song.
0: Totally. Those um, vocals on it are amazing insane right
1: i also love remember this yes that's 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 kind of underrated who's in your head is not bad that was from 2021 i like Mm -hmm. that one um they also
0: have two fantastic christmas songs one is like it's christmas and the other one is i need you christmas and they're totally different one is more upbeat one is more Slow paced, but both fantastic. 10 out of 10 holiday songs, in my opinion. And um, also what I would tell our listeners is that in addition to the albums, if you go on streaming music services, they have their music organized in these really fantastic artist playlists and EPs with particular themes. And uh, they have a live album that came out in 2009, which actually features Taylor Swift, I believe. Uh, yes, yeah, seeing Should Have Said No with the Jonas Brothers. I guess she was an opening act on that tour, 2009. Was she? Yeah. that They had a concert film. It was a Disney concert film. And maybe it's on Disney Plus. I don't know.
1: Can you imagine uh, she was an opening act?
0: Pretty wild, right?
1: And now she has the biggest grossing tour ever.
0: Shows you how things can change in the industry, right? It's crazy. Uh, Runaway is a great song, too. Do you know the song Runaway?
1: I do. I like Runaway. Yeah. I don't listen enough.
0: Neither do I. You know what now mean? That do you ever, I'm ever find I gotta... yourself?
1: I know. Now I'm going to have to do a deep dive. Totally. Runaway's good. Also, underrated song by DNCE, Toothbrush. I heard it for the first time over the summer. Um, Joe Jonas did a... S- I actually don't know. I don't remember if it was labeled as just Joe Jonas or if it was DNCE. Mm-hmm. They opened. They did like an opening ceremony for the U.S. Open, and I was there. And they played "Toothbrush" for the first time. I had never heard it ever, oh. and it's one of my favorite songs. Um,
0: Interesting. And just DNC- a fun
1: vibe. It's it's like a it's like a weird concept, but like not weird. But it's like a you know it's a different concept, but I like it.
0: Sure. And Everybody Knows Cake by the Ocean with DNCE. You know, that's a of course. great, great song. And um, Nick Jonas also did an album with a solo group, Nick Jonas and the Administration, which I think was made up of artists that had worked with Prince. Don't quote mm-hmm. me on that, but I seem to recall that. I haven't listened to that in literally years, but I remember liking that album.
1: Yeah. I haven't really listened to any, most of Nick's solo stuff, mm. to be quite honest. Like, you know, the usual. Like chains, chains and all yeah. those songs jealous, of course, but mm-hmm. other than that, I don't think I've ever listened to a solo album straight through, yeah, so I might have to do that,
0: yeah, it's um I'm trying to think if I, I I probably haven't given it a fair shake either i should I should listen to that. um but the, the selection of music is great. These are this is a massive catalog of songs we're talking about, and of course, in a couple months, massive. we have the uh. Less than a couple months now, we'll have the new album, the album, which we'll definitely have to do a show on because at I know. this point, yeah, of course, we'll have to of choose course. our favorites from that album. Um, Alex, what, anything else you want to add about Jonas? What do you think of Wings? Oh, uh, well, I like the song very much. Yeah. I've listened yeah. to it many times. Uh, mm-hmm. I am surprised that it's so short.
1: Yes, under know, it's two Ts.
0: It's a little bit of a tease. I, almost I feel like when it I, might
1: be an opening track though.
0: I don't think it is. I mean, I think the track order is out. I thought it's like the second oh, or is track, it? track. Yeah. So right now on Apple Music, when you click the album, they
1: Oh my God, I don't have that. I have Spotify. Yeah, open. it's the
0: third song on the album. I see all the songs here. Dang. There's a track called Okay, Summer where does Waffle House Hampton. rank? Waffle House is track seven. Okay. Summer in the Hamptons. I know, it's going to be nine. my favorite. How about this for a title, lyrically? Vacation Eyes. All right. Americana, Sail Away, Walls. So I looked at Wings as kind of like, is it going to be this interlude track on the album? But I really like it. Good point. Um, it's The one thing I would point out as a compliment about the song is there's a part where it goes, I feel it, I feel it, I feel it. They keep repeating the same over and over. And sometimes I think, depending on the artist, that could get a little annoying. But with them, it works so well, and it just builds up the anticipation. That I think it's uh, it's a wonderful track. And uh, what do you think?
1: I agree. I what completely agree with everything you said. Also, I think they are leveling up their social media game, and this song is just it's. You're right. Like it, for a lot of artists, it can get annoying, but I feel like it's one of those TikTok songs that's like not annoying.
0: Yes. Agreed. <laughs> and I really always like want to see what the TikTok tock Yeah, of
1: course, of course. Or however
0: much longer TikTok is available here in the United States.
1: <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Um, Better soak it all in now. That's right.
0: Get those wings videos Fold in now.
1: Nighter. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. It, they're great. And uh, recently they got a star on the Hollywood walk of fame, which is really cool. And yeah. uh, you know, the story where I saw Kevin Jonas, right?
1: Oh, was this around Halloween?
0: I don't remember when it was, but I, I don't saw remember if
1: it's no, sorry. Go ahead.
0: I saw him outside of Delhi and this is before they were going to release that new album around that pom-pom single. So, okay. You know, before okay. they broke up. So I said to him, look forward to the new album. And he said, thanks. And then shortly thereafter, they broke up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> great. You started and ended them. <laughs>
0: that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, they're great. And uh, happy that they're making music again and seem to be getting along so well. It's really awesome. Um, Anything else you want to cover? Go ahead, please.
1: No, I was just going to say, I think, I think like watching them, this is going to sound like the most cheesy thing I'll ever say. Like watching them is like, like kind of like magical for lack of a better word. I know that sounds so stupid, but it's like you have three brothers and they went through all this, this crap and now they're back and they're like older and they're more mature, but they still have the same level of like immature fun. If that makes sense. Um,
0: I've not, that sums up perfectly right there. I mean, they just rip
1: each other apart and it's hilarious. Yes. Um, I just think that a lot of the time, yeah. Like a lot of the time we forget that they're like, they're actually related and they're actually brothers and they grew up together and they lived this whole life together. Um, so I'm just, I'm grateful that they're back. I think it's, it's amazing. And they're only going to go up from Happiness Begins and and the album. So I'm excited for it. I'm excited for your take on it. I I just can't wait. I can't wait to discuss.
0: We'll be recording that week. You know it. Oh, we will. I'll be so excited. That's one of those albums where when it's like now, Thursday night, we're recording this. It's 1034 at night. It's getting close to those new releases that come out on Friday. So I want to see what's out tomorrow. I think there's a new Haley Steinfeld single out tomorrow. (laughs) I'm excited for it. Um, maybe that's why I, that's that's. Uh, well, before we started recording I must have hit something and the song Coast came on so maybe that's why it came yeah. on and was alerting me to the new single
1: I have to listen to her
0: wake my I wife up say
1: new single out new single <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, anything else to add about Jonas
1: no other than the fact that I want all of their merch
0: the merch is great <sighs> the album great. hoodie
1: the album hoodie is so good
0: I like the hat too the album hat
1: I know. Hmm. I know. It'll be a game time decision.
0: Sure. Like all this stuff.
1: Yeah, of course. Of course.
0: Um, all right. So with that, first of all, Alex, thank you for talking Jonas with, with me tonight.
1: Oh, I am honored, Scott, that you picked me to talk Jonas with you. Thank you so much for having me. No one me. else.
0: No one else I would choose. Um, now we're gonna oh, do good,
1: this- good because we'd be in a fight. <laughs> 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 Over the Jonas Brothers.
0: <laughs> So now we're going to turn to the stuff we love segment tonight. This is where Alex and I are going to be giving you a stuff we love recommendation could be an album, a song, a TV show, movie, book, video game, et cetera, et cetera. Something we're enjoying right now. So uh, Alex, what is your stuff? We love recommendation.
1: I'm going to stay on the music note because it's very on brand for me. I am obsessed with Kelsey Ballerini's new EP. Okay. I, I, I think it's, It's brilliant. If you haven't listened, you should give it a listen. I have not listened. Let me see how many tracks there are. can't remember now.
0: Let's see. And you saw her recently
1: in concert too, right? I did. I went on a five-day concert bender.
0: So jealous. Good for you. (laughs) And then ran a half marathon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because apparently that's what I do. I'm very reckless. Um, Yeah, it's It's only uh, six tracks. rolling up
0: the welcome mat.
1: Yes. It's called rolling six. up the welcome mat. Nice. Oh yeah. What did I say five? Yeah, it's six tracks. Um it's literally only fifteen minutes long. Mm. But it is it is honed in on some deep stuff. But I see it's
0: about a divorce.
1: Yes. Hmm. Um and I know not many people probably I mean maybe some people know about Kelsey Ballerini, but she's up and coming i i would i would put her on the same level as casey musgraves in terms terms of of talent or fame talent
0: talent Mm -hmm.
1: i think lyrically the ep is amazing um it's just cool it's new it's fresh it's fun and yeah
0: and she's a great performer
1: live can confirm
0: great recommendation thank you for that uh yes. so my recommendation is is also music but it's also TV. It's a show I've been watching on Amazon Prime. Daisy Jones and the Six. Have you heard of this show?
1: No. Should I you watch gotta it? You got to watch it. It's Wait, very good. This down.
0: It's based on a book. I did not read the book. It's also based on Fleetwood Mac. And it's about a band in the 1960s 60s or 70s. I should know that. I guess 70s. Late 60s 70s, but anyhow where uh the lead singer is played by Riley Kia, who was Elvis's granddaughter. And um, there's other well-known actors in the cast, actors and actresses, including Suki Waterhouse, Camilla Marone, um, and uh, Timothy Oliphant and others. And it's about this group and their story and how they started out as a small group without a uh, Daisy Jones as their lead singer. And they move out to California. And just like with Fleetwood Mac, there's romances in the band and infighting and, Mm -hmm drama and it's just a ton of fun actually i think tonight if it hasn't been released already they're releasing the final two episodes and it's just good it's got like an almost famous type feel to it if you know what i mean I but it. uh i think you would like it alex i really i highly recommend it
1: and it's amazon prime you said yes oh, i'm definitely
0: gonna watch daisy jones and the six and actually, the, um, the the actors and actresses learn instruments, and they put out an album called Aurora as Daisy Jones and the Six. I listened to it today, and I would say there's at least four songs on there that I added to a playlist. I'll, I'll add it to our joint playlist, Alex.
1: Yeah, please and, do. Um,
0: it sound you want to know they're actors and actresses. You think they're a real classic rock band? There's rumors they're going to be touring as Daisy Jones and the Six.
1: Well, I think we have to go.
0: <laughs> yes, of course, of course. That's <laughs> we, what we absolutely have, we, have to go. Yes. So that's my stuff. We love recommendation. And I love uh, it. Thank you, Scott. Of course. And should we turn now to the part where I tell us or tell our listeners where they can find the podcast online? Of course, let's do it. Okay. So the stuff we love podcast has a website stuff. We love podcast.podbean.com there. You can find, find links to our prior episodes we are on Twitter at Stuff We Love Pod, Instagram, and TikTok for however long that's going to be at Stuff We Love Podcast. We are on Facebook. We have a YouTube channel, but admittedly, it hasn't been updated in a little while. And you can write to us, Stuff Love Podcast at gmail.com. Tell us what are your favorite Jonas Brothers songs. And uh, that's pretty much it. So Alex, amazing. One of the best, a so classic. Good.
1: So good. One of my favorites.
0: I hope our listeners enjoy this as much as we enjoyed recording it.
1: Me too. Definitely let us know what your favorite tracks are.
0: Definitely. And uh, Alex, you know how we conclude every episode of Stuff We Love podcast, right? Of course. I'll let you take the lead on it.
1: All right. Let's go around the table. I'm Alex. I'm Scott. And this is the Stuff We Love podcast.